coming up on Just Elders Podcast. I will go outside when the person who wins after quarantine is the perfect is the person that stayed creative. Can you tell them how amazing I was? Like how good of an actor Listen, I am? <laughs> no, I can't wait until you see how amazing you were. Probably one of the most historic things ever. He is the first white person to ever come on the Just Other Podcast. <laughs> you crazy, bro. You crazy, nigga. We'll no, fight. We'll no. fight. <laughs> no, I'm coming from the standpoint. Like, 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 No, I'm coming from that standpoint. They don't care. Exactly. So, you, so, you so gotta they don't take, care if you so got to work. So you got no, but you got to take your ass back to work. Um, some people are actually thriving. And, uh, you know, during COVID-19. Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, one of those people because... Like, if you quarantine with your shoulder, you can't do it without our children. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> because, you know what? If you're not on social media, then we don't see you. I want everybody to start by doing that one thing today. And something that I want us all to participate in. Let's start by doing one review. If you listen- and also, of course, Best advice is stay tuned to uh, Just Elders podcast. <clears throat> ready? Born ready. With so much drama in the CDC, it's kind of hard being B O R E D. But I somehow, some way, keep coming up with random ass shit just to get me through the day. May I? Post a little something on the gym and make a few friends as I breathe through two in the morning and my Xbox still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I just chill in the room till they say that it's gone and I ain't sleeping till six in the morning. So what you trying to do? Shoot, I got a pocket full of gloves and, and my homeboys do too. So put on your shoes, open the door. But, but what? We on lockdown though. Yeah, we staying in the house for this. Feet up, keys down while you motherfuckers bounce to this. What's up, family? It's your boy Elgin. You are tuning to the greatest podcast to ever hit the airways. I'm super excited. We're about to record the greatest episode we have ever recorded. I say that every time, but today I promise you, I really mean it this time. Before we get started, let me thank everybody that tuned in to last week's 40th episode. We out ya. <laughs> and literally, <laughs> we out here, allegedly. I gotta say allegedly. Um, <laughs> I gotta say allegedly. So, y'all know, if you, I really want people to do me a favor. Go back to episode the episode right after uh, Mama Watermere Mare stealing our house. Because that is where me and Keith started having our back and forth conversation about this corona. And it's been a roller coaster. From when we first started, Keith didn't even believe it was real. And when we first started, Keith didn't even believe black people could get it. <laughs> Nah, no, I ain't that stupid. Black people, I knew black people could get it. What I'm saying is, it's not affecting us the way that they try. 
Even now, bro. Nah, hell nah. You're not going to tell me that when this shit first came out, they refused to tell you people's races and what side of town it was from. And all of a sudden, when black people get it, they keep letting you know, oh, this black person get it. And this black person, man, it's the media. Like, the <laughs> same amount of niggas getting it, but you're not going to tell me we're getting it more than they're getting it. Y'all hear we keep it? Okay. Look so, at the numbers. I just want y'all to go back over Look the at episodes. The we had Keith. Y'all, and the governor the, fucking. <laughs> no, no, no. The second week, y'all had me because my boss got me because we had to stay home. <laughs> Since then. Hey, look, we had Keith, bro. Keith was on nope. the right side. I, I was there. Then the next week came, and once they started letting us know, hey, we finna be open. So, all right. You asked me the other day, when am I going outside? That was the question. I have an answer. I will go outside when Troy goes back to work in the office. <laughs> Let me tell you why. Troy just texted me. His job just emailed them. They are on lockdown until August. Further notice after August. All right. So, so, I, so I won't say we work, but I can see. I could see that being true only because school doesn't start back till August. So, so nobody really going to know what really to. I still got a cool 20 saying that school ain't going back in August. I got a cool 20. You can't say that without a real plan in place because you got too many people that have to go to work. See, you're talking about You're coming from the standpoint of they actually care. No, I'm coming from the standpoint like, like like no, I'm coming from that standpoint. They don't care. Exactly. So you, so you so got to take care if so you got to work. So you got no, but you got to take your ass back to work. But they don't care if you go back to work. But that's what I'm saying. So they don't care if the schools is open. Teachers will be back at work. All right, we'll see. Um shout out to Moon Jug Water, man. I'm uh I'm back on my uh jug a day. In the water a day, man. You know, for the last, this is my third day in a row, so I'm feeling good about it. Sponsored. I'm telling you, I ain't even flushing my toilet when I pee no more. This shit so clear. Oh, <laughs> uh, but for real. Uh, so when Troy, when I seen that, when Troy Jar go back, that's when I be like, okay. Yeah, but that's what I said though. You can stay in the house until August. Because school Summertime is summertime anyways But August is a real determination On what's going to happen Alright um, Y'all I want to read this meme Before I get started into, I know we got at least one review um, Before we go into that man I seen the meme I posted it already But I just want to do this for my listeners Today I want you to start with your one Start by doing one push up by drinking one cup of water, start by paying one dollar towards your debt, start by reading one page, start by one, making one sale, start by walking one lap, start by writing one part paragraph. Start today, repeat tomorrow. So I'm saying that to say because I'm three days in. I was, I met, bro, you remember when we was all on the water movement at work? I had bought everybody water jugs. Yeah, when we all had to go to the office. <laughs> Back when we were outside, we were on the water movement. And for whatever reason, I got off of it. Um, but I was like, man, you know what? I seen this meme and literally it made me get a bottle of water. I was like, man, let me drink this bottle of water. 
And after I drank it, I was like, man, that water was actually pretty good. Let me drink some more water. And I got a whole gallon in that day. So now I'm back on it. So I'm just saying, what is that one thing that our listeners need to do just to start? I know for me, I got a new book. I just been need to start. Like I haven't had enough time to just actually sit down and read. You know how when you like, oh, I'm reading today. Like today I'm going to sit down and read this book or I got a lot of time to read. I haven't had that. So I've been holding out on starting this book. But this thing was like, no, nah, just start one page. Because if I would have read the one page from the time when I told myself I was going to read this book, I'd be halfway finished by now. So saying that to say, I want everybody to start by doing that one thing today. And something that I want us all to participate in, let's start by doing one review. If you listen on Apple, you can do it by... Uh, leaving your, you can do it by leaving a review on the iTunes app, on the Apple uh, Podcast app, or you can email us your review. Hello at justeldridge.com. That's H E L L O at J U S T E L D R E D G E.com. All right. With that being said, Brother Keith, what reviews do we have? All right. So we got uh, two reviews. First one, shout out to Estes. You know, Estes be uh, holding us down with the review. Estes. It says, happy 40th episode. Great episode, brothers. Happy 40th episode. Big shout out, brother Keith Lewis, for doing an amazing work in the community. You and Keith stay safe, as always, and keep up the great work. We officially 41. That's old news. All right. So, look. So, look. <laughs> now, this next review, um, ironically... As I'm about to do the reviews, I hit refresh and boom, it just pops up. Right. I don't know who Big Bob 2 is. Big Bob 2. I think I know who it is. But I've, I've kind of low-key only committed to reading five-star reviews. Oh, This yeah. person gave us four stars. Damn, Bob. Shit. And I know exactly who that is. I, because somebody hit me up on Instagram... And they were like, yo, how do you leave a review? Now, that's some hating shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to read it anyways, because the title says, Best Podcast Ever. Okay. First, first, uh, first off, congrats for your His finger episode. slipped. His finger, his <laughs> finger slipped. <laughs> that's what I'm hoping. Maybe you get on the next review. That's what he'll tell us. Right. Uh, first, congrats on your 40th episode. This is hella huge. I remember hearing you talk about your podcast in the African shop on the West End. I was like, let me check out this little podcast. Brother, this <laughs> God damn. That's why nigga hit for on purpose. Uh, brother, this podcast is hella fire. But he gave us five fire emojis. See? So. Oh, okay, okay, man. You fucking with my fucking me, right? <laughs> and it says, I'm hooked like a fish. Brother, y'all keep mashing on the gas. Peace out. Bab Bob Okay Give him up Give it up Give it up Give it up Appreciate it Appreciate it Appreciate it I know exactly <laughs> Nah chill out My boy gave me a review I know exactly who that is Because he uh He asked me if he gonna do it Man one I appreciate you For taking the time To do that brother And his name Big Bob So he got big fingers So he accidentally pressed four Instead of five Well you know what Leave a five star next time And, and let us know 
and, and we'll read it live. I ain't gonna lie though, but it did it. fuck up the aesthetics though, because everybody used to always tell me like, "Oh shit, you ain't got nothing but five stars," and I never knew what they meant because I ain't never got nothing less than a five. Now I know what they mean mm-hmm. because every time you fill out one, it put a notch on it. Put a notch on it. Damn, I get it. Yep. <laughs> I get it. Oh, I said that. So yeah, uh, but shout out, man. Thanks for the reviews. Hey, but I appreciate that, man. For real, for real. We always do appreciate the engagement, though. For real. Nah, that uh, like we always say, what the reviews do for us, it allows us to know we ain't crazy, and let us know that we are, you know, making content for the people. Now, speaking of content for the people, did you see the Gabrielle Union Aisha Curry story? Because this, this. You know, you've been on Aisha Curry's head. Oh, but man. but because of this story, you might have to retract a little something. Oh shit. Did, did you did you see I it? I didn't see it. I'm I'm like Googling it right now. She was a thought in ninety eight back up for sure. I was. Listen, I enjoyed my life. And that is the exact advice I gave. <laughs> You guys, the likelihood of this working out is very low, and you should just break up now and have sex with other people. I mean, a little bit more. Um, well, yeah. Aisha's like, she's glad she didn't take Gabrielle's advice because, you know, her and Steph got something real right now. Right. Because for sure, if Aisha would have stepped out doing all that, Steph wouldn't, you know. Well, Steph is a good dude. Steph ain't a ball player. He's a Christian who plays basketball. <laughs> Steph is, he's not a regular cat. Like, he's not Dwight Howard. <laughs> see, see, no, here's the thing. Dwight Howard is a church boy <laughs> who got in the NBA. <laughs> so, you see the difference? Yes. You see the difference? <laughs> so... <laughs> So you, you dropping some jewels on that one. Like, so so she would be stupid if she would have treated uh Stephen Curry like that. Yeah. So like you know, but you know, I ain't never been a Gabrielle Union fan. That's why I brought it up because I know you're not a big. <laughs> you know, you know I mean? and I'm not even a. You know. You know Wade already a little saucy to me. He's, yeah. I, I I only I only fuck with uh I only fuck with Wade because my brother like really had to like on a on a hooping level on a basketball level he really showed me like how good that dude is on the court like you can't see that's one thing about athletes and I think that's why athletes get away with so much shit because no matter what you want to say about them something's proven about them. Right. That work they do in that field. It's kind of like, you know, when you're a politician, you're a prominent person. It's like, well, yeah, he might be an asshole, but he built this $100 billion company. Right. You're a broke nigga just talking shit. They got so much more shit to say about you. Right, right. But, like, the fact that you can go out here, hoop, dunk on niggas, get the championship. Nah, I like, yeah, man, you a little saucy, though. I like Wade. Like, Wade is one of them players I can say, I only like on the court. I can get that. Yeah. We just want to, like, it's like how you only play R. Kelly music. You don't, you don't fuck with everything else. I got you, bro. I got you. I never said I play <laughs> to my lady listeners. 
That's going in the intro. I've never said I play R. Kelly music. I'm not. Hey, look. You know what? I can understand it because I wasn't playing R. Kelly before. It. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody know the music I listen to. I low key feel like R. Kelly done fucked around and kind of crept back in because I see a lot of IG lives and a lot of Bruh, TikToks. I, thing, R. Kelly like, never left, bro. No, he. I mean, like, he, he left for a minute. But like he's been, like if you quarantine with your shoulder, you can't do it without R. Kelly. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> you run out of shit. Like you good for the first? You was good that first two weeks, but after that month, you like, bro. If you want to keep your relationship, <laughs> man, I gotta break this out. Hey, look, listen, listen, listen. I normally don't do this, but but look, Lucy R. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she required, <laughs> but I'm I'm just saying like that was some real shit. You, <laughs> you running out of songs? It's been three months. Nah, you running out I'm of just, music. Bro. I'm just saying. So you know I'm indifferent on it because like I said before this, I don't listen to music. I just I just uh I very rarely catch something when it came out. If it wasn't for social media, I wouldn't even heard that new Savage remix. Mm. That was all right. Y'all hyped it. Can we do our job today? Hey Amen. Let's do it. All right. So, one thing I always tell y'all: the universe gives us our content. For the first time, I thought the universe failed us last week. Cause I'm gonna be real. Episode was cool. We gave some great resources. Me and you had a great conversation, but it really wasn't what I wanted to be. I think the the highlight it was our 40th episode. So it's kind of like we we can do what we want to do. Mm-hmm. But then the universe told me, son, I didn't fail you. I wanted you to talk about, I, I had pulled content so you could talk about content. So this week, I just wanted to have a conversation because I said, I can't be the only content creator that is, I want to say struggling, but trying to figure out what's next for us based off of this. So today I'm going to call some of the greatest in the industry who know what they're talking about and we're going to talk content. So if you are a content creator, if you are someone that you do this um, and you looking for insight what to do during uh, COVID-19, this episode is for you. First call, let's go. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this first person I want to bring to the microphone is one of my great friends. I met her randomly at the gathering spot. I don't even remember what we were. She was just sitting there. And we, just, we just sparked up a conversation somehow. I'm nosy. I'm always bumping into people. But it turns out she was like really cool and had a really dope job. Very interesting person. We followed each other on Instagram, stayed in touch. After that, she gave me an opportunity to be on a TV show. I wanted to hopefully we could talk about that today. She gave me an opportunity to be on the show that she was shooting. And we just became friends. I respect her. She's amazing. She does a lot of work in the community, making sure that some of the greatest stories are being told. So, ladies and gentlemen, please give a round of applause to my beautiful, intelligent, absolutely amazing friend, Miss Tamisha Harris. <laughs> what an introduction I, thank you Eldridge. you're welcome you're welcome how you doing today love 
I'm doing good. It's so cool to be here with you. I feel like it's been, you know, just a long time in the making and it's good to be here. It feels great to be in conversation, especially on this platform um, that you created for, you know, it seems to be some shenanigans and some really just dope cultural <laughs> topics. So thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's a little gumbo <laughs> of serious and bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. Right, I can tell. No, I love it. It's but, dope. I love it. Now, nah, today is going to be one of those episodes that are nothing but gems uh, because we got someone like yourself that's on. So, for first, before we even dive into that conversation, talk to me, man. How is uh, things going with you in lieu of the COVID-19 and this pandemic that's happening around the world? Let me tell you, you know, I was reading an article and, it, and it's it, one of um, the, I guess the, the, the headline of the article was um, some people are actually thriving and, uh, you know, during COVID-19. Yeah. Um, and I'm, you know, one of those people because at this time, you know, I work as a news producer and uh, my, my days um, can range all the way from, you know, from eight hours to 12 hours. Usually it's 12 hour days. So now... Um, you know, they've got us working uh, two days a week. So for me, I can work on other projects um, and just spend time with my family and just, you know, just really get my whole, you know, being together right. before it's time to go back. And, we, you know, we go back in five months. Um, hold on, so have, hold on, hold on. Hold on. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> Please. <laughs> because me and Keith got this ongoing conversation <laughs> About when mm-hmm. people are going back. You said y'all go back in when? When y'all go back? We go back in. We go back in five months. So they, um, you know, such <laughs> a great company. Um, I know, and for whatever reason, they have their own reasons. But I can tell you, I am extreme. I'm incredibly happy about that. So yeah, we go back in five months, not next month, not next week. We go back in five months. Wow. Yeah. Thank you I so know. much. You don't know what you did, did for my conversation on this podcast. <laughs> We just recorded the whole intro around this. <laughs> Thank you. Dang, you know what? Because it's dangerous out there. And it can't, you know, you have to make sure everyone is comfortable in order to do their job. Wow. Well, look, let's dive in. First of all, congratulations. I'm glad things are doing great for you right now. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about once you had the opportunity to open up, because I see you, you're typically very busy, you're in the field, you're in the studio, you're doing your thing, but when they gave yeah. you all of your time back, what did you do with it? You know what, so for me, um, you know, I work, like I said, you know, I work as a television producer, for, and my experience, you know, as a producer, it ranges from, you know, BET, CBS, and the number one news station in the country, which is ABC, and that's just the name of you. So, you know, I've been in television. I'm, I've been doing television. From there, um, I have my own projects that I'm working on. I run a production company called Camera Girl Media, um, where we produce web series called Black Williams 360. And you mentioned you uh, alluded to that earlier. Yeah, where's my um, episode, man? I know it's in the it's in the works. I can't wait until you see it. It's super dope. Can you, you, know, tell, can you tell them how amazing I was? Like how good of an actor Listen. I am. <laughs> No, I can't wait until you see how amazing you were. Because it's it, like you brought the levity. Because, you know, in a lot of ways. <laughs> in a lot of ways. And you brought, you know, just, just, that, just that push of, of uh, young, fresh energy that we, that, you know, we need. Um, a lot of times when you have these projects that 
um, we are tackling serious subject matters and things that the community needs to hear. Um, things can get a little educational and not enough, you know, dope verses into it. So I thought I, you just brought all of everything that we needed. So I really appreciate you. And for those who don't know what we're talking about, was, you know, like I said, Black Warrior 360 and the show, the web series that explores the act of what life is like for black men when they approach life boldly, diving into adventures and just creating joy for themselves, like and just being free. And it's a perspective and images that we rarely see. You know, you rarely see black men just laughing and just having a, a good, hearty, you know, uh, conversation with one another. And I, and, and, and real and, black and men, too. I want to say I want to say that, right. too, just like real men. <laughs> Let me just add that. Right. So, no, it was. And it was so much fun. And it, and it gives you it's almost like um, you're like a fly on the wall. You know, we're continuing to. Um, explore different adventures, so I'm excited about it. And again, I just appreciate you coming on and being um, a contributor. I appreciate that. So, talk to me about uh, the newest platform I've seen you uh, launch, uh, Picture Perfect. Talk to me yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, I created as a news producer. I created this powerful media course. It's called Picture Perfect, um, and I teach business owners, artists, and subject matter experts how to pitch to me, an actual producer. Um, and the course um, removes the middleman. So the publicist, the agent, you actually learn from the person who has the power to say, to say yes. Um, so Eldridge, Eldridge, I get a lot of emails and pitches like, hey, can I come on your show? And I'd love to pitch my new movie or, you know, I'd love to pitch my new book or come on and, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a doctor or I'm a financial expert what, or psychologist or mommy blogger, I get a lot of um, these pitches, but they don't understand um, what it is that I need to hear from them, what the, the elements in the pitch that I need to see. Um, so I decided, I said, okay, I've been spending 10 years uh, getting these pitches and saying no to people who actually might be good, but unless you know how to pitch and the elements that I need in your in, in in the email, then you're going to get a note. So I decided to go ahead and create the, the pitch. So uh, the course rather. So, mm -hmm. so this is something that I personally need to take, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm your clientele. I'm your person that is always trying to, you know, get spread the awareness, building some type of brand, building yes. type, some type of business. So, like, what are the uh, number one things you see people like me are doing wrong? Why are you saying no immediately? So the first thing a lot of people don't understand is as soon as you email me or any producer, again, and I've worked for the top networks in the country, um, the first thing we do when we see your name is go straight to your social media. It almost doesn't matter what's in your pitch until we see your social media um, account. So we'll go to your Twitter. We'll go to your uh, IG account. We rarely do Facebook because usually that's a little bit more private and we don't want it true. But, you know, your Twitter or your IG account or, you know, that kind of thing. And we see, you know, okay, what is this person, you know, is, is this a professional, whatever they're pitching, does it reflect on their, on their social media account? And um, a lot of the time, you know, it doesn't. If you are claiming to be one thing and, um, you know, a subject matter expert or you have this movie that's out, we need to see behind the scenes of you 
you know, of that, of you shooting the movie or if you're a business owner, we need to, you know, see what it is that you actually are doing. So a lot of the, a lot of the mm. um, mistakes that I see is, you know, people are not uh, showing their expertise on a consistent basis on social media. And what that looks like is, you know, do you have videos up? Um, one of the, another huge mistake is having a lot of memes or just words. It's the most boring thing. And so I'm expecting you to come on my show and you're going to be boring. If all you have is words, we want to see, you know, rich content. Um, we, we want to see that you, you know, have a segment on your, on your, um, page yourself, even if it's 30, a vignette, a 30 second vignette, um, of whatever it is that your expertise is, you know, um, 30 seconds to two minutes. You know, once a week, twice a week. Show us what you're going to look like when you when you get on our show. So tell me this: I'm about to put you on the spot. Based okay. off of my social media, mm-hmm. what does it say who I am and what I do? <laughs> so just just thinking back, and I didn't, I've, I haven't gone on your social media to cast you, but um, I know that you run. Here's what I will, I'll tell you right now. Here's what I would call you for anything related to black men. Um, because I know that you either have the, I know that you either have know the people that I need to talk to, um, the organization, um, you're on the pulse of what is going on with sector of the community. And, um, and I will call you, you know, if we ever are talking about, uh, podcasts, um, but mainly it would be I would absolutely call you for subject matters about black men. Okay. Okay, okay. We're gonna put yeah. it out there because you know, you know, I, I can't there is a method to my like it's not necessarily a method, but I have somebody who I like how they post and I kinda mm-hmm. model and I don't necessarily model it by them, but they mm-hmm. kinda like I like how they do it. And honestly, okay. believe it or not, it's fifty cent. Like I, oh really? Okay. Like Fifty Cent, if you notice, he does a couple of things really well. He's gonna give you something mm-hmm. funny. He give you yeah. jokes on his uh page, so you're always gonna find some type of entertainment. He's gonna show mm-hmm. you that he's working, whether he's showing you a a picture, a screenshot from a show that he's shooting, a behind the scene. He's gonna show you he parties. Yeah. Like he has a mixture yeah. of everything, and he'll talk that shit on his page. That's me to the T. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? What I love, I love it. What I love about that is that he's showing his personality because it can't be all business, right? We need to see your personality. I need to see, you know, what your other interests are. So yes, make sure that you know, just one of the dudes. Make sure that you are not just all business. We want to see that when we bring you in to interview you or have you on as a subject matter expert, or you coming on to you know, talk about this new organization that you're going to bring some flavor to the show. Um, you're going to bring some personality to the show. And so when I go into social media accounts and I look, um, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for exactly what you said. That's important. What's up? So mm-hmm. I was listening and, um, so you're talking about social media and, and what you guys look to cast, but, uh, what happens to the person who is not on social media, but they're like super, that's a crea- great, super creative. That's such a great question. It's a great question, and um, that's another reason why I created the course, because, you know what, if you're not on social media, then we don't see you. Um, 
unless you are, I say unless you are, you know, someone, um, you know, recommended you to us, you know, highly, I would still need to see at that particular point, I need to see your, uh, some clips from your previous media um, appearances. If you don't have clips from previous media uh, uh, appearances, then I wouldn't book you. No way. Um, what social media does is if you are new to television and you've never had a, 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 a television appearance, social media brings you brings you to the table. What about the uh, change in media, right? Because I noticed what you said earlier was um, you were looking for a level of professionalism. But with like the mm-hmm. advent of YouTube, you have a lot of shows who are mm-hmm. almost kind of raw nowadays even like how we are Mm -hmm. on the podcast we could say some things on this show and even say Mm -hmm. you can even cuss but there's some things Mm -hmm. that television really wouldn't take but uh sometimes you look on youtube you see youtube rating numbers as high as some numbers that you see on tv so what would you say about that so um i mean so your question is you know if your if your content is not clean cut Mm-hmm. Will we still bring you on? Yeah, if it's not clean cut, but you have the high mm-hmm. ratings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Numbers trump everything. Mm. Um, they just do. Because that tells us you are where the people are. The people are coming to you. And so we need to look at that. We, we have to adjust. Uh, if the people are coming to you, we want to be where the people are. Because what happens is this. Um, it's, it's beneficial in both ways. If you have high social media numbers, um, then that means you're going to promote my show on your platform, and that's going to drive more people to my show. If I have high viewership, I'm going to uh, drive people to your show and um, add to or lend to your credibility because that's what broadcast television does. Once you're on broadcast TV, you are seen as a professional in your industry, mm. nobody's higher than you. Once you make that leap to, especially where I am, which is a national network, um, you know, so it's it's beneficial both ways. Yes, answer your question. Tr- uh, numbers trump uh, everything. So, what about question? How long have you been in the industry, the producer industry? Um, I've been in the industry for about seventeen years. I started. Um, I've never had another job. I started right out of uh, college. So you were OG. So, and, and, and I knew I'm that. I just wanted my listeners yeah. to know that. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so I'm right talking to somebody that's... Yeah, I'm talking to somebody that's legit in this thing. So let's... let's yeah, let's, right let's, at 21, I started right at the industry. Mm-hmm. Let's take a road down memory lane. Uh, mm-hmm. The year of 1999, that's when I was personally mm-hmm. introduced to social media, Black Planet was launched to the world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What was news doing before? Like, you're, you're leaning so heavy on social media before social media mm-hmm. was big. Because I remember when social media wouldn't even be taken serious by big brands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember it was, this was just like a little cool thing that the kids were doing. But Walmart yeah. didn't have a Twitter. I remember yeah. when nobody, this was a kid thing. So yeah, before absolutely. social media was taken serious, how were y'all finding stories then? That's such a great question. And so um, I w- so I'll say this. First, back then, 
um, I was directing music videos then. So I was directing Gucci Mane videos. Hey, so you know Buffy the Body. So back then, wait. So wait a minute, that's 99. So no, we're going back to, and no, that was back in 2006 is what I'm thinking. 99 with, with news, and I wasn't in news yet. Um, I was doing reality shows. I was pr- producing reality shows then. But I can still answer the question. Um, news, it, it was based on a referral basis. So um, if one show had you had an expert on, then they could use um, that same expert. And you would just have to do your research. You'd have to do pre-interviews. Um, you know, call, you know, you know, find a person, you know, even if it's a doctor. Um, and just do a whole line of interview questions to see if this person would, would work. Um, and it's the same thing we do now. Even after you know we go to your social media, we still call you and do the pre-interview. So they would have had to have done the same thing. All right. So one, you were G. You you were producing uh, Gucci LaFleur. You know what I'm saying? You were, oh my god! You were Listen, G. Let me tell you. Anything. I don't know if you remember BET Uncut. Hold on, hold on, hold on. BET, hold on. BET Uncut. What young man did not set his alarm to wake up at two fifty so you could be up at the three a.m. hour to watch your favorite shows? Right, right, right. So I did. You know, I produced a lot. I directed. I produced um, a lot of those videos on BET Uncut. So yeah, that was that's how I got. That's one of the. That's my earlier days. Now I got a question, um, and then I turned this over to news. Yeah. I got a question. <laughs> What's the best historic video to ever hit uncut? I honestly listen. I'm going to say it's mine, and and I'm going to say it's mine because it's such a dope video, and you guys have to make sure that you you check it out. But it's Hello Ones by Gucci Mane. Um, that video was just so insane and prime uncut. I don't care what else you name. I That video was taken down off of YouTube at least 11 times and had millions of views each time it was taken down. So I would have to say hello once. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I literally just pulled it up and uh, YouTube, YouTube told me that they put the disclaimer. They said this video may have right. inappropriate for some... Right. I like, oh, you know, that's the stuff I like. <laughs> Anything that's checking my age, this might be my content. Yeah, Hello Ones. I directed that one, and um, this was before Waka. Waka was a kid. Smoking jokes. We own both. What it do? She pouring the milk on that thing. Right? Understand. Make it rain. Swing it to Okay, 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 okay. Hey, look, you know what? <laughs> look, we, we and Keith are taking a bow in the studio right now. <laughs> all right, so, let, all right, let's get back to I, I told you it's a gumbo of bullshit and seriousness. Let's go to the okay, seriousness. So, all right, so you've been a lot in this industry. Um, talk to us about, talk to us about how the industry is changing. Like, even now, a new uh, phenomenon that is happening is the quibbies. Everybody want this quick 
fast content. Like, if I'm a content yeah. creator and I'm trying to just get out there, right? What type yeah, of content? Yeah. What direction do you say they should be going in right now? In your opinion, you know, I, you know, I think there is room for all of it. If, if your content is good um, and it takes thirty minutes. And if it's going to be full of good, you know, um, visually stimulating, um, you know, images, then do 30 minutes. If it does, don't waste anyone's time mm. is what I will say. Um, and, and make sure you let a lot of people, you know, at least people that you trust who understand who are going to be honest with you, let them look at it and tell you, Hey, when did you get, tell me, look at it and tell me when you got bored watching this. Tell me what else I need in it and cut, like be a ruthless editor, edit things mm. out that don't need to be there. Just be ruthless with it hey. and don't, and don't fall in love. Hey, don't look. fall in love with it. Yeah. Keith, now you're talking Keith language. I get so much <laughs> of my show that is cut out. Like, <laughs> Honestly, I don't even know if that Gucci part is going to make it. Like, because Keith goes back and listens to everything, and he just cuts mm-hmm. stuff out. So, like, I'm, like you, you just spoke to him on, on that part. So, I love it. A thank, editor, thank you. I love it so much. <laughs> so, so um, I, I, I got a question. Um, so, you are, one thing I love about you, you like you said, you, you've done – music video so you've been on the ground like what are your yeah. thoughts on how people are taking in content about news from mainstream like cnn fox etc uh, etc et versus mm-hmm. your blogs your podcast your youtube yeah. like how do you how mm-hmm. are you seeing those worlds either collide or collaborate you know, I, there's, there's two things that are, that, that are ha- that's happening. Um, one, I, you know, I'd like for people to make sure that, you know, when it comes to blogs and broadcasts, understand that, yes, we make mistakes um, because everyone does. But, you know, be clear that we go through so many different protocols to make sure that the information, make sure the information is accurate. Um, Not to say that bloggers do not, but legally we have to go through many different departments before we can even air something. Um, That's not to say that incorrect information doesn't get out there. Um, But you just have to be clear that when you are getting information from, from bloggers, um, there may not be the same, um, you know, fact check that that happens so you know make sure that when you are sharing um uh you know these different posts and news um sites make sure that it's from a credible source now as it relates to um you know people bloggers and uh, social media influencers they are right there on the ground with um the, the viewers because nobody's eyes, a lot of eyes are not on television as like they used to be. They're right there in their phones on social media. Right. So right. that creates an opportunity for these, you know, these social media, um, um, you know, news sites to, um, for us to, you know, accept our game up because we've got to get to where the, where, where the eyes are and the eyes are on social media. The eyes are, are, are on your favorite you know, blogger or things like that. So, um, it's, it's, it's 
it's causing us to have to say, okay, now wait a minute. How do we get the eyes back on us? And how do we, what do we need to do to, to get on the ground with them? And one of the things um, that we did really, really well with our content with uh, COVID, because, you know, we are, a lot of the times we're broadcasting from home. People like to see that content. They like to see that you're just like them. They want to see that this, there's this grassroots kind of a familiarity there. So, you know, I think that news is going to start um, trending in that, in that direction to, to be right there with the viewer. It needs to be a familiar setting. It doesn't have to be the, the big gigantic studios and the lights and the cameras. You know, we have to come down to the level of where, you know, the bloggers are, actually, because that's where the eyes are. So, I agree so with good. you. it's good. both ways. No, I, yeah. agree, I agree with you. So, I, I, so I got a question. That just sparked another question in me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, um, one thing that's happening, you're seeing traditional outlets being disrupted by alternative outlets. One big example mm-hmm. is radio versus podcasting. Radio yeah. is across the board struggling although radio is still a very strong platform but across the board it's kind of struggling it's one of the reasons uh tom jordan said it that's why he's leaving um he's leaving because he's not getting as much money as he was getting before and they're not paying him as much money because radio is not doing as well so one day you start to see on radio radio is going to recruit not People that graduated with mass media uh, degrees, they're recruiting people that were on YouTube or on social media. They got a little name and bringing them on air. Will we see a trend of that happening to like news anchors? Will we be bringing less polished uh, Mm -hmm. people in to the news just to get a younger crowd? Or are you just going to be like, nah, we're not going to try to reach them at all? You know what? I think that's, that's a good question. We have a responsibility um, to make sure people are trained and journalism has, uh, you have to maintain the integrity of journalism. So it can't always be, Oh, well we got it. Yes. We want the eyes, but we still have to give out factual information. And you still, and the viewer still has to say, okay, now wait a minute. I know I got the, that from a blogger, but let me go check CNN or let me go check headline news or let me go check ABC to just to get the real, there's a, there's a sense of comfortability that people have when they check a news site that they've grown up with yeah. rather than just a blogger. So there could be, a, you know, unless it was shade room, we trust shade room. <laughs> I do. I trust shade room. <laughs> <laughs> I trust TMZ. Like I'm going. I, I was just about to say TMZ is crazy. I remember when they came out. Like to see mm-hmm. TMZ where they are now versus where they yeah. when they came out is crazy. Yeah, like it is nuts. And we're gonna, have, you know, there there are gonna definitely be some changes. Um, will we start? You know, will the industry start just hiring people? Um, maybe they'll come up with a different platform for these for maybe they won't be anchors. Maybe they'll be, you know, called something else. Yeah. Contributors or something like that. But, you know, to your point about radio versus podcasting, you have to give viewers a choice. And I remember with radio, I haven't listened. I haven't listened to radio and I don't know how many years. And, if you recall, there's a lot of things that we wanted to hear on radio that the, the, the programmers, the, what is it, the programming directors just wouldn't play. They wouldn't, you know, they refused 
to, you know, give the new artists the shot. So, you know, listen, if you refuse to give people what they want, they're going to go someplace else. People want a choice. And that's why podcasting is doing so well, because people have a choice. To, you know, they can pick. This is what I want to hear. I don't have to hear what you say I have to hear. I can choose what I want. And so if you're not willing to give people a choice, you're, you're boxing yourself out. That's what's up. Uh, before we go, like, is there anything you want to say that you didn't get to hit on, whether it's about your uh, picture course, picture perfect uh, course, or yeah. anything? What, what's something you yeah. want to share? So, and we have a know, surprise for you yeah. after that. Oh, yeah, I love surprises. So, you know, with picture perfect, you know, if you have, if it, like I said, if you have a business, if, if you are an artist or you are a subject matter expert, um, and you want to, you're considering pitching to television whether it's local TV or national TV, uh, make sure you go to pictureperfectcourse.com, pictureperfect, so it's picture, P-I-T-C-H-E-R, pictureperfectcourse.com. What's the surprise you got for me? All right, so that's all you want to say, you get Yes, I'm good. <laughs> See, I shouldn't have said she had a surprise. <laughs> she cut it short just to hit a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nah, it's it, you know it ain't nothing major, man. Just a just Elder's uh, podcast. We all about support, so we would like to sponsor one of our members to take your picture perfect online course. Um, so one of our list, one of our listeners out there, man, Keith will figure out how we're gonna do it. Whether it's uh, give it away on air, review, social media, we'll figure it out. Uh, and of course, we want to do it in collaboration with you. So. Uh, what we'll do, we'll go ahead that. and pay for it today, and then we'll figure out the rules and whatever how we can do it later. Oh, how exciting! I love that. That's fantastic. I love that. I absolutely adore that. I'm, that listen, that is one of the greatest gifts, truly, that you can give to uh, one of the you know the listeners, especially if they have a business or they're trying to get you know out there. I think that is that you could not get better than that thank you i appreciate that Elvis. all right perfect appreciate it so uh again thank you thank you thank you so much for taking time out your day to come on the just Shelter yes. podcast with this gumbo of bullshit and seriousness <laughs> you Absolutely. added thank a special flavor to the platform. ingredients so appreciate Yay, it i'm glad that i could give her a round right, of applause care. guys Hey, Eldridge, how are you doing? I'm doing good, bro. How are you? I'm a big fan. Uh, long time viewer, first time caller. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so look, all right, so look, let me say this. First of all, ladies and gentlemen, this person I'm about to bring to the microphone now, I am super excited. I met this brother when I was working on a campaign for Senator Ford, working for mayor, and um, Bernie Sanders uh, endorsed Senator Ford become mayor of Atlanta um, and when he did he was coming in town to do a rally with Killer Mike and we needed a video done and I don't even remember how I met this brother but I met this brother somehow he was putting in contact with me or we met on the road you can when I introduce you bro you can fix it how we met but we met then he did a video for Ford the video was absolutely amazing dude just took quality time in the work in the work that he shot And uh, humble brother I met him and his brother Real cool dudes He is probably one of the most creative uh, And talented directors I know K 
killing the game right now. Uh, got a new series that just came out. That is my new favorite show. We're going to talk about that. Uh, and probably one of the most historic things ever. He is the first white person to ever come on the Just Elder podcast. Y'all give it up for my brother, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, wow. Um, I feel like at this point I should just say thank you and then nothing. I don't, I don't know how to follow up with that. Oh, man. <laughs> Matt, what's up, man? <laughs> uh, not much, you know, staying safe during the quarantine. Honestly, not much has changed just because I spend a lot of time inside editing and working. So uh, pretty much the same thing, but not filming. Well, look, let me just say this, bro. Um... Since the first day I met you, dog, I have been a fan, like for real, for real, just of your work, your work ethic, and the way your just integrity and how you do business. Everything that I know about you, you know, you've been solid. You've been rock solid on my end. So I want to publicly put that out. Um, but I'm not gonna lie, my support and fandom of you went to another level. When you just released your show, bro. Your show. Thank you. Sorry about that, which is now on YouTube. I'm, matter of fact, I'm going to play a little clip real fast so the listeners can listen to it really fast. Hold one second. Can you say your name and height? I'm Jay, and I'm five, six and a half. Can you say your full name? Uh, yeah. I'm Jay Savage, and I'm five, six and a half. Wow, so you moved here from Ohio to pursue acting. That is so brave. Who your style is, Steve Harvey? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> send me that shit. I'm gonna post it on Twitter. I didn't really come down all the way here to be a meme. But you came to play an abusive husband and Aunt Jemima? Y'all <laughs> buy some of that marijuana? What'd you say? What'd you want? It's like Medea meets Kill Bill, but with pink. <laughs> Imagine it. You feel like Alice tumbling down in a rabbit hole. I feel like Alice drowning slowly in a rabbit hole. <laughs> yes! Shoes look dirty as fuck. Come on, bro. This ain't it. I don't know. This, this might be it. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the official trailer. Sorry about that. Now can be found on YouTube. Please stream it. I'm a fan. Bro, talk to us, man. Talk to us. I know. It's what do you want to hear? It's a long journey, man. Just talk to us about, you know, um, inspiration of the show. I mean, anything you want to tell about it. I know Keith, Keith actually seen it too. And, you know, Keith is a hard critic. So I'll let him say what he thought about it. No, nah, no, nah, it's, it's dope, bro. It's, it's dope. Even, um, I know you probably gotten some comparisons to like an Atlanta or a Dave or something like that. But I think that's just initially. I think like the story of it and like, I mean, how it's shot, it, it looks like a TV show, man. Like you guys, however you guys put that thing together, I'm, I'm, I'm hats off. Like Elgin to tell you, I am a hard critic, and I watched it like three times. Like it, it was dope, and then to premiere it on four twenty, um, genius. Yeah, it's just one of those things, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm a four twenty advocate, so anything that nice. can go hand in hand with 
you know how I partake. I, I I really enjoyed it. So and then the acting was pretty good. Like I just like new talent, and it, it was dope. So hats off, man. Yeah. Thank you, Keith. That means a lot. Honestly, um, hardest thing of my life. <laughs> um, but just like hearing, like you know, you like it. That means the world that people are responding to it. Um, in terms of like acting, this episode that like right before this call, and even now during this call, I'm in the process of uploading um, a teaser for episode two. Uh, since we're going to start releasing episodes every other Wednesday. Nice. And the second episode, uh, I, I don't know if you know uh, Jay Young. Jay Young, I'm not He's familiar, a, but the uh, rapper. Yeah, so Jay Young, MBK, that's his, uh, his artist name. Super dope guy. Uh, really great guy. Like, just a great person in general. Speaking of, like, uh, the, the rapper, uh, Jay Young, man, you're the music. Like, I actually, because, see, I'm one of those people, I put stuff in show notes. So, like, I actually look at links and read things. So, I looked in your notes of the YouTube and actually followed some of those people, that, some some of those songs um, from the uh, episode. Like, you, the soundtrack selection on that was pretty good, too. Are those uh, uh, local artists? All those Atlanta artists? Yeah, that's actually the coolest part. Um, every single song in the, the first episode is from a local indie well, I mean, I guess some level of indie. It depends on what you consider indie because I don't want to say that in a way where, like, I'm sunning anyone because I'm not in a position to do that. Um, it's just, like, all Atlanta talent. Uh, like, Jay Young, he's amazing. His music's featured in it. And not only is he a good rapper, uh, but he's an amazing, amazing actor. Just like this upcoming episode, his performance, his character, um, just the truth he spoke to this role, which is way out there. Uh, it was phenomenal. I just can't wait to see, like, you know, the roles he takes uh, and, you know, where his career brings him. Yeah, so, yeah talk about uh, Beauregard. Yeah, so Beauregard, I hadn't heard of him ever before. And then uh, my friend uh, Brooke, um, you know, she spoke with one of her best friends, Bree, who's really connected in the Atlanta uh, music scene. And uh, this was literally, like, I think the day before it was released. Something crazy. It was the day before... And uh, we realized, oh, shit, we don't have any music uh, for the opening at the beginning. You know, when he's in the first episode, he gets after that whole scene where the girl says to, to choke her and his face comes. Spoiler. Um, there's a music cue. <laughs> that scene was so real, yeah, bro. If you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah. Ho hopefully everybody's seen um, it by now, man. That, that is such a real scene, man. Because <laughs> it'd be just like it'd that. Be like <laughs> So you know what? I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, a, it's a, definitely a, a fu funny story. I think I have like some behind the scenes too that I haven't released. Um, but yeah, like that's, I think I have like Javier, like we were coming up with something at the beginning and it's like, we didn't have any following. It's like, what can we do? That's so crazy that people be like, Whoa, what the fuck did I just watch and keep watching online? So, uh, that was, that was the idea. And, uh, yeah, I mean like, shit, I guess it's cool that, you fuck with it. So Keith is the music guy on this podcast. So um, I'm definitely not that dude. <laughs> One thing that really stood out for me on the show, and I know because when you called me, you were very intentional with everything you did. You was intentional with who you cast. As people can hear, you was intentional with the music you selected. But what a lot of people don't know, you were very intentional with the businesses that you used during the shots. 
And I gave you some uh, references of places to use, and I love that they are there. Now, uh, I see Mr. Magruder's Grocery Store right there off of uh, uh, Hank Aaron Drive. Unfortunately, uh, that store is not even open anymore. Unfortunately, but the thing is, if more directors did what you did, actually putting businesses in business and allowing them to use their likeness, like you didn't change the name of the store. Like, you know, a lot of times it kind of switches up. Like, you allow them to use his likeness. Another store you use was Edgewood Pizza. You got the Edgewood sign. You did a beautiful shot of the sign. You even let Becky, shout out to Becky. She's uh, the bartender. <laughs> she got a couple of lines in. I mean, I just love the fact that you supported. I know that y'all, not only y'all shot there, y'all gave them a. Uh, a small fee and y'all ordered food for the cast and to know that you did it for all black owned businesses that's a big thing for me and i appreciate you for that round of applause for my brother yeah i mean edge with pizza is dope as fuck that's really all i have to say about that um i i don't know i wonder how it's, how it's been now since the quarantine um yeah i don't know i'm worried i'm worried for him um, cause it is such a really cool place, like, especially with like, you know, Friday nights on Edgewood, a bunch of friends gathering there. Can't recommend it enough. Right. So people, you know, people are still supporting obviously to go orders. And I know, uh, Bob put up on the owners, Bob, he put up a, a post on social media asking people to donate, uh, slices of pizza that he can give out to our, um, brothers and sister who live on the street. And um, I know, I remember I donated like five pieces. I know on the pet on that one post that he posted, he at least got uh, he raised probably about seven hundred dollars worth of pizza. So people know how dope they are and know what they do in the community. So I believe they're gonna be all right. And again, with uh, people like yourself that are uh, continuing to help us promote our businesses, will definitely survive in moments like this. But I do want to ask you, uh, due to COVID-19, as a content creator, um, what do you see this doing to the industry as content uh, filmmakers, people that are making films? And uh, you're kind of unique because not only are you an independent filmmaker, you work with a lot of big brands as well doing their commercials. So how has this affected your business or how do you see it affecting your business in the near future? So that's an amazing question. Um, in terms of like the whole COVID thing as a content creator and someone who has to, you know, hustle, uh, support myself, uh, quarter two last year, uh, was very good. Very, 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 very good. And, uh, quarter two this year, not as good. I, I don't want to say like numbers. Um, but I think percentage wise, like, there's like a couple zeros that are missing, you know, at the end. <laughs> so it's like, I think quarter two, um, I don't know. I, I don't need $150. I'm like running, it's just nothing's happening production wise. So, um, it's really a rough time, especially with like how serious the virus is, how infectious it is. And a film set requires a lot of people. Right. So say like a big brand, like say, um, you know, Coca-Cola, or, you know, a university, it might be hard for them to do a production. Right. So I'm kind of like, you know, I'm kind of worried uh, financially, to be honest, just because uh, my business, you know, we've been in business for multiple years, pay taxes. We received no PPP 
so far, um, I've received no unemployment. Uh, haven't received a stimulus check. Um, so I'm kind of working <laughs> there. Yeah, no, for real. Like, um, like I've made maybe like 150 bucks. So, uh, so uh, like, what do you see? But I'm not worried. I'm not worried. I see opportunities. Yeah, so I want to say that's what I'm about to go to. Like, what is the opportunity in this moment? Like, is there a innovation opportunity? Is there a pivot opportunity? A pivot opportunity? Like, what are what is the opportunity that you see coming? Either whether it's during this or are we gonna have to wait after? Uh, I think it's a mix of both. So, as an independent contact uh, content creator. Um, I see opportunity because I'm able to shoot, make something dope and, you know, funny and good. Um, you know, even with just four people, I know how to, since I work as a cinematographer as well. I have a really professional camera that still in the process of paying off. Um, we got it for that because we wanted to shoot the show. Um, so that's like a little bit of entrepreneurial stuff where it's like, you know, if we were going to rent that camera for the whole show, that probably would have been like $25,000, Right. something crazy. Right. Um, I mean, we still had to rent other things, so it wasn't like the show. <laughs> the show was definitely wasn't free, but it was definitely cheaper than having to, you know, it's just like building up equity, building up ownership of like whatever you're doing as an entrepreneur. Right. Um, but in terms of like opportunity, since I, I can shoot, I can edit, I can write, I can act in something. Um, you know, I'm writing stuff that say this goes on for a year, or two before uh also you know i don't know what you think about that in terms of how long it could go on but so we gotta we can talk we, about hey we literally <laughs> we literally have a ongoing conversation <laughs> we just talking about it. like so pretty like this we talked about it on the intro of this episode and then the, we talked to someone before you on the phone and she gave us her, like she works for a major uh, network and she's in the uh, film industry. She worked for a major network and they just told them they're not going back for another five months. I will say this though, um, for writing wise, if you're a writer, this your opportunity to yeah, get that can, movie yeah, out, capture get, this get, moment, get that show out. Or like you said, even capture a moment. I want to personally do a show based off of quarantine life. Like I want to, I want to uh-huh. take different scenarios. Like that's that scenario of the boyfriend, girlfriend that just started dating and he moved in and now he don't know what should I have done this? You know what I'm saying? Or the family with all the kids stuck in the house. The the girl that's by herself that's drinking a bottle of wine a day. So you want to do like a, a Twilight Zone quarantine zone? Like, like every episode is different. Yeah, like, I want like, like an anthology. Nice. Yeah, like because it's so much. Like it's a, now I want to do the I want to do the essential worker, but that's not a nurse that's working at fucking Kroger. You know what I'm saying? And getting treated like shit and working all these hard ass hours, right? Like the, the, or Whole Foods. Yeah. Whole Foods. Yeah. All that. So honestly, the, I stopped shopping there and I hate it. I love it so much. I had to stop shopping there. <laughs> so look. <laughs> I wanna do I wanna write about that. I think that's the show I would watch. Like anybody that can got name <laughs> like matter of fact, I would watch it in memory of COVID. Every year, if you write it right, if you write the show right, but 
I, I do say that this is a moment for those that have been um, stuck getting their creativity out. Um, like the newborn creativity manifesting it because they're so busy being productive on other things. This is definitely an opportunity for that. So uh, you say you writing. What are you writing? You writing a movie? You writing a show? What's next for you? Um. So honestly, in terms of like, I see po- people posting online saying, "I'm so bored. I'm so bored." Um, and I'm just like, I wish I had a lot of time because like I'm just still really busy because like editing the show takes so much work since you know this is all self financed, self funded. Um, you know, we didn't have a budget to hire like a good editor. So I've just been doing that myself. Um, we have an amazing colorist, uh, my friend, Chris Watkins, uh, he's finishing up at Georgia state, super dope guy, super talented. He's only 22. Um, definitely be on the lookout for him. And then Spencer pool is doing the sound. He's been doing a great job. And, um, yeah, so like I haven't been able to write as much as I'd like, but I will tell you, I have a couple, um, episodes written for a follow-up project. Um, and you know, that, that's a working title. Uh, let's just say it involves, um, alien. Uh, it involves, uh, marijuana, uh, Elon Musk type humor and also a uh, dog. <laughs> so it's like, you know, kind of like Scooby Doo influence. You know what that sounds like? Keanu. Remember that movie? Keanu with the, the cat. I ain't no seen Keanu. The, the Key and Peele movie? It, it, that's what it is. Oh, the Key and Peele movie. Okay, okay. Oh. I, I did. Okay. Yeah. I ain't seen the movie, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I ain't seen the movie. Uh, Keith, you said you had I'm a question. I'm not going to search this up right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Check that out. But I have a uh, question about the uh, about the show, if we, if we could talk about it. Um, so for the show, because it's so dynamic, but I see it's like short. It's like six minutes. It's a how, it's a shorter than a Quibi. Yeah how how much how much content did you shoot? Shout out to, to Quibi. Yes, yeah, yeah. Shout out shout out to Quibi. How much content did you uh, shoot to get down to that six minutes? Like how much of that? What's funny is I don't want to say anything that gives it away, uh, but this is like an episode that Javier Jordan, um, uh, no Javier Williams. Sorry, I always say Javier Jordan because that's in my phone. But Javier Williams and Zay Jordan. Uh, we're also co-creators of the show. They like came up with this, uh, wrote this, uh, we wrote it all together. They just had this like crazy, like contained episode where Jay, the lead character, he gets his first big break. Uh, but it actually turns out to be a shitty web series. Uh, and the director has no idea what the fuck they're doing. Um, and you know, they talk about all these things like, uh, influence of Tyler Perry meeting kill bill, but with pancakes, I think it's in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've um, seen but what's funny it. <laughs> is uh, if you follow um, the Oval, Tisha's actually in the Oval. She actually got ca- cast in Tyler Perry show. Oh, the Tyler Perry show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one about the White House. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! Wow. So, That's dope. Yeah, and so she was, Tyler, you know, so Tyler Perry stealing your talent. You heard it here first. <laughs> Tyler Perry is stealing my boy's talent. <laughs> <laughs> Man, y'all did an amazing job. And again, round of applause, hats off from the Just Start the Podcast listeners. Um, with that being said, man, is there anything else you want to say, man? Just tell us about either this project or any encouragement you want to give to other content creators out there. Uh I mean I always feel weird talking about the project. I guess in terms of like 
the product, I'll say one quick thing, which is everyone's saying it's, you know, oh, it's like Dave. It's like Atlanta. It's like Insecure. It's like, you know, whatever. I think it is just what it is. Um, Dave wasn't made by, like, when we wrote and shot this. It just came out. I love it. It's a great show. Um, But, yeah, I feel like if you find just, like, the truth. uh, Sorry, I'm looking at my girlfriend who's holding our, our new puppy. I'll, I'll have to send, send a photo. It's like an amazing Shiba Inu. Uh, but anyway, um, in terms of advice for uh, content creators, just do it. Just, you know, make your dreams a reality. Just do it, honestly. Just write around what you have access to. Um, you know, you don't need to have any contacts um, thanks to the internet. You don't need to have, you know, an amazing camera to do it. You just need something that films, you know, like your iPhone. So just like changing your mentality to be like, Oh, I can't, you know, build my, you know, multi-million dollar, amazing, you know, sci-fi Western, um, time travel epic. That's fine. You know, maybe you can do that later after you make it, but I'm sure you could film something that, you know, takes place in your house or outside that school. And, you know, you just get better doing it. I think that's solid advice, and bro. And also, of course, best advice is stay tuned to uh, Just Elders podcast. My man, on that, <laughs> on that note, man. Again, Matt, I appreciate you for coming on. I appreciate you for uh, just being a friend, man, and always being available whenever I need you. And I just appreciate you for being an inspiration to content creators all over. I know you you're very humble, and you saying you ain't made it, but you know it's. Is all all we talking about the difference between you and somebody that did make it is exposure and somebody seeing your work. You know what I mean? And thanks to this episode, hopefully everybody under the sound of my voice will go right now and find this episode. So before you leave, please tell us how do they find all of your content online? So the best way would probably just be go to the website, which is sorry about that TV.com. Um, or if you're on YouTube, you can just type in, sorry about that. Uh, I think you'll find it with SEO. If not, you can type in hashtag not sorry for 20 and we should probably be the first one to pop up. Perfect. All right, then Matt, appreciate you, man. Thank you for calling in, bro. Nope. Absolutely. Can't wait to tune in. My boy, Matt. <laughs> that was a good one. Nah, he's man. Dude, humble, bro. Like dude, like for real, for real. When I, um, First seeing his work, he showed me this commercial he shot. Uh, I think I showed it to you the girl yeah, riding in the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, man, this shit's sick. This shit's sick. That shit. I mean, and, for the listeners, if if y'all haven't seen the show yet, when you click on the link and you watch the show, I mean, it looks it looks good. It's not like a web, a normal web series, right? He look he look. You know, you know the uh, phrase "fake it till you make it." That's what that is. Yeah, like so if him, I I'll be coming out like we already like we already funded. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'll be like, you know, you know my motto. <laughs> so uh That's the Atlanta way. Exactly. So Shit. now I appreciate Matt for coming on. And to the people out there, like I'm gonna be one thing I think one of the realest things he said was, bruh, just do it. Like, y'all, in your house right now. What content can you create? Like, and you can look at uh, they're like 
the director of John Wick did a commercial for iPhone only on his iPhone. Yeah. The snow fight. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, bro, you can record on your phone. I mean, it, it's about having compelling content. That's that's really what it boils down to. And then, and and I think it's 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 about having compelling content. And I also think the number one word, which is why last week was so big for us, is consistency. You know what I'm saying? If you consistently, consistently just throwing content at me, you know what I'm saying? There, there's a level of, you know I just gotta kind of respect this thing, even if I don't like it. You know, you know what they say? Bumblebees leave. If bumblebees like what would happen to the earth? Like how? Yeah, like how about no flowers, no pollination, right? No, it, no vegetables. It wouldn't be alive. Yeah, he'd be dead. Uh, that's what creatives are to society. You know what I mean? And typically, unless you make it be, you're very underpaid. But if you just think about it. Like we've been coming in on songs of creatives. All these quarantines, like, bro, that's these are creatives, bro. Creative. These are people that are just like in the house. They could be just like you, normal people, and just watching stuff. But every day, somebody's giving you something new to be either be, even if you entertain for that one minute. That one minute you laughed listening to the lyrics of Gin and Juice remix. That was one minute you just made my life better. So to creatives out there, like this episode was. To do a couple of things One let y'all know Y'all not alone There's people out here That are Still trying to do this thing And there's people That's struggling You heard Matt say Shit It's been hard for him But He ain't scared In a sense Because he still got Some things he can do He can still be writing He can still be doing stuff So um, If you're a content creator What I'm saying To people out there I, I truly believe And I've said this Several times In offline conversation The person who wins after quarantine is the perfect is the person that stayed creative. If you are continuing to create in this time, whether that's you writing and you prepare to kick something off as soon as you leave, whether that's you podcasting every week without fail, releasing on Tuesday, dropping bombs. Man, I'm 41 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all been like Hey look That 52 <laughs> I ain't gonna lie I, I gotta think of something Cool next week Cause that start The 10 week countdown To the year I mean I don't wanna hear Nothing about this year If you ain't trying to do No live podcast Out here with the people If we ain't been doing No live podcast This is gonna be Another episode I think I figured out How to do it Okay here we go So My partner now, all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, I don't know what the one year looks like. I just thought about that idea, though. I did think about that. That's like, pretty dope. I'm going to say this. Thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Just Elder Podcast. You're going in a bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Look, thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of the Just Elder Podcast. I really hope this was useful to someone out there. I know it was useful for me. It was uh, cathartic. Um, I can say that. But as always, let me say this. We love you. We need you. And most importantly, we can't wait to see you next week. <laughs>